Welcome to Live Doc, your online Doc Yomi Shear. Shalom, welcome back to today's Daf, which is Yuma Daf Zayin. We are in the midst of a discussion regarding a carbon which needs to be brought betum, a carbon seabird, which is tummy. Rashi brings a Gemara Psachim, which tells us, Ish ki nefesh, only if it's an individual. He cannot bring a carbon betum, he has to wait for a Pesach Sheni, and so forth. But a seabird, a seabird can bring the carbon betum. Now, two ways to look at this. Should we say, that the Torah was matter, the Tuman regarded this carbon as though it was brought pitahara, it's the highest level of carbon. There's nothing wrong with it. That's Rav Nachman's opinion. And as Rashi Psacham tells us, the Torah treats this carbon as though it's a carbon tar. There's nothing wrong with it. Transforms it, so to speak, from a carbon tummy to a carbon tar. It's motor. Whereas Rav Shesha says, the Tumah does pose a concern. It's a real concern. There's nothing wrong with this carbon. Don't treat it like a carbon tar. It is a carbon tummy. But out of necessity, as she says, out of necessity, Tara says, okay, we'll overlook the fact that it's tummy. And that's a privilege given to the Tzibur. So as we mentioned yesterday, suppose the Kehana were tummy. They will bring the carbon tzibor even betumah. Quantum of Nachman, it's a complete heter. You don't even have to go look for kahanam tahir. Because there's no difference. Tumah, tahar, it's the same thing. If we have kahanam here that are available to bring the carbon and they are tummy, they can bring it betumah. And we treat this carbon as though it's a carbon tahir. Whereas Rav Shesha says, only out of necessity. There's no, um, there's no access to Kohanim that are Tahirim. Then, okay, B'dyevet will bring a carbon betuma. The Torah allowed that to happen if it's a carbon seabird. But don't think this is a, has the same level as a carbon tahara. It's a carbon that's tummy. And therefore, if you have a viable option, of course, you're meant to pursue it. So that's the Gemara on the second line from the top. Omar of Sheshit, How do I know? That my approach is correct. Tuma is the chuyah betzibur. It's pushed away. It's it's overlooked, but it's still present. It still presents a serious concern, and we're meant to avoid it, if possible. This time we learned in the brayso yaimedu makriv minchas oimer. The kohen was standing and bringing the mincha of the oimer on the fifteenth day of Nisan. Vinit mes It so happened that the mincha contracted some type of tuma while in his hands. Oimer, the Kayin announces the facts. Umevin acheres and they bring another one in its stead. So we went to try to find an alternative, a mincha which is kosher. Don't use the the tummy one. If you have another option, vim ein shamelahi. If the only one available is this one, we can't find other mincha material to take its place. Oimer we tell the Kayin, heavy pikeach. You know, be smart, ushtoik, and keep quiet. Don't. Uh, advertise the fact that this Minchas Tami. Rashi Minchas says it's in order to avoid creating an impression. Uh, the observer will say, well, look, they're bringing a carbon betuma, and any carbon can be brought betuma, which is not true, because there's only a privilege granted to the uh, to the tzibur, for the carbon tzibur. So in order to avoid creating false impressions, we tell them, you know what, just keep quiet, if possible, and, of course, you'll bring this Mincha. 
It's a carbon tzibor, which can be brought to Ketani mias. At any rate, what does the Bryce say? Oimer. This kind will announce the fact that the mincha just became tummy. Umevin acheres tachtei, and they bring another one in its place. Apparently, you meant to pursue another option. You have access to a mincha tahira. You meant to prefer that one over this one. And this is the right of sheishes. Tummy is not a uh, straight-out heter betzivor. It's not a blank check. Out of necessity, we allow it. But if there's a viable option, if you can access a mincha, which is Torah, of course you better to do so. And there's a kasha, honor of Nachman, who says, Tumahudshobetzibor poses no concern whatsoever. You don't even have to go find another mincha. This mincha has been designated as the mincha soimer. Just go for it. Tumahudshobetzibor. So what does Nachman do with this b'risa, which seems to indicate otherwise, you meant to try to get a substitute on Rav Nachman. I agree in this case. This is different. You see, a mincha has a koimitz, which goes on the mezbeach. But the shirayim are meant to be eaten by the kehanim. And although a mincha's tzibur can be brought betumah, but keep in mind, that's only to allow the akrava. It's, it's kasha. They're yeti, they're chiv. But they still will not be able to eat the shirayim, as Rashi will bring for us. Because even a carbon tzibur, which is brought betumah, the, the akrava is kasha. But the shirayim cannot be eaten under those circumstances. Now, a mincha's shirayim is meant to be eaten. It's part of the process. It's part of the kapar, actually. When the kohanim eat the shirayim. So, preferably, we arrange it in a way that the shirayim will be edible. And therefore, the Bible says, you know, if you can find an alternate mincha, a mincha which is tar, which will, number one, give you the kashras for the, for the hakrava, number two, will enable the shirayim to be eaten, of course, that's the way to go. I was speaking about Sezer Nachman, an oil, for instance, which is completely on the Mizbech. There's no Shirayim there. In that case, I maintain, even if you find another backup carbon, proceed with this carbon, it's completely tar, it's completely mut. Says Rashi, four lines from the top of the Amit. Rav Nachman responded, Medina heichad ika shirayim lachila. Da'afagav the carbon tzibur karb although carbon tzibur is brought betuma, ain't an echad betuma, in that case, it won't be eaten. Because I mean, we can't eat soylen, as the mission over there tells us. But in the case where the shirayim being generated, such as a mincha, Medina the mahadrina lasses betahara, sheyu shirayim nechal. Of course, I also would advise you to go find a mincha which is tar in order to enable the shirayim to be eaten. Continues Gemara with another kasha on Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman was the one who said, "To mahutu betzibur, don't look for an alternative." Just proceed with the akrava. Meisivei hayamakriv minchas parim ve'il mukvasa. This kind was standing and bringing the mincha of a par, an ayl or keves. We're assuming this is referring to the minchas nesachem brought along with every carbon, and the minchas completely burnt on the mizbeach, completely offered on the mizbeach without any shirayim. What happened? Vinit mesbiyade, and somehow it got tummy. Oimer, he makes that announcement. And they try to bring him another one. They bring another one in its place. If this is the only mincha available now, we tell him, you know, keep quiet. And, of course, proceed to, to use this mincha. Once again, we see that if we have an easy alternative, we have a way to replace this mincha which became tummy. We want to do so. And there's a kashan of Sheshis who says, there's no need to do that. To Mojabetzi. My love, should we not assume 
that the discussion here is regarding Purim, Elam, Ukvasim, the Chag. For instance, the Purim, Elam, Ukvasim that are brought as Karbonis on Sukkot, where they require a Minchas Nesachim to accompany them, and those Minchas Nesachim are going to be completely brought in the back without any Shrayim element present there. So it's completely on the Mizbeach. There's no, there's no Shurayim concern. And still, what does the Brisa say? If you have a way out, don't bring them. What do you mean? According to Rav Nachman, too much of a tzibur. Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman will respond as follows. You're mistaken. We're not speaking about those types of menachis, which are accompanying the Karbonis tzibur, which are with the tzibur. And again, Karbonis tzibur means something which is time-related. As a set time. We're not speaking about those types of monachis which are connected to Karbonis Tzibur and have sh- have no Shirayim attached to them, are going to be brought completely in the Mizbech, in which case, of course, too much of Tzibur, don't look for a substitute. No, that's not that's not the case here. Why? Parim, and the Bible speaks about Parim, Parim with the Zara. We're discussing a very unique carbon. If you stroll over there with the Zara, they bring a par. Now here, it's not a it's not a time-related carbon. Doesn't have a set time. Avagav the tzibur, even though it's being purchased by the tzibur and being mechab on the tzibur, kibur the loy kavil is man. But since it doesn't have a set time, and we hope it's not, it's not something which comes, which is a recurring event. It's a par for a chetav desire. It's something unique and it's, it's a one-time event. In which case, it has no right to be Deichah Shabbos or Tumah, which are unique privileges granted to Karbonis, which are time-sensitive, which are set in Zman. In this case, however, it's a Mincha coming along with a Paravid which is not considered something that is Deichah Tumah Lechatchila. Madrina, that's why we look for an alternative. I'm not speaking about this type of case, says Rav Nachman. I'm speaking about an ordinary carbon zebra over there. We say, too much of a zebra, don't look for an alternative. So that's Param. We had a list of Param, Elam, Kvasim. So Param, referring to the Paravadizar. Elam says the Gemara, Be'elah shall Aaron. Once again, I'm not speaking about your typical carbon zebra. Speaking about the ram of Aaron Akoyin, the Kohen Gadol's personal carbon, we learned this the other day, they, he pays for it on his own. His personal carbon, his personal kapara. The Avagav, the Kavili, is man. Now, although it has a set time, it's Yom Kippur related, so technically it should have the same privileges as the carbon seabird, should override Tum, etc. However, says the Gemara, there's one catch. Kivan the Yachitu, since it's a privately owned carbon, Madridan, we seek to find an alternative. Taisus explains, it doesn't appear like a typical carbon seabird. So to avoid creating confusion and false impressions that a carbon yachad overrides tumah, we try to find an alternative. That's what the Brisa meant. The mincha along with the isle of Aaron Akain, a gatame, the don't bring it, find an alternative. And finally the Brisa said, Kvasim, we're speaking about a mincha that has shirayim. Bekevis habona imaimer, the gishrayim lachila. Let's speak about ordinary Kvasim, which have those minchas nesachim accompanying them. Rather, we're speaking about a very specific mincha, mincha soimer, which comes with the keves. Mincha soimer has shirayim lachila. And as we mentioned earlier, if Nachman agrees, when there's shirayim in the picture, try to bring it betahara to enable those leftovers to be eaten by the kiyan. 
Therefore, says the Gemara, it's unrelated to the subject matter of our discussion between Arnachan of Sheshis, whether Tumahutra Batsibur or Tchuy Batsibur. Here we're not speaking about your typical carbon Tsibur. Either we're speaking about something that has Shuraim, either we're speaking about something which isn't even a carbon Tsibur, meaning it's a private desire which doesn't have a set time. Either we're speaking about a carbon Tsibur, has a set time, but it's brought by a Yachat, Elo Shal in which case it doesn't appear like a carbon Tsibur, but we don't treat it as such. However, if you would really have a full-fledged carbon Tsibur, a proper carbon Tsibur, which has a set time, and doesn't have Shirayim, doesn't have any of these concerns, of course it's Nachman, Hashem regards this carbon time as though it would be tar. It's a carbon on the highest level. Continues the Gemara Mesi, we have another Kasha on Rav Nachman, who said, Suppose the dam of the carbon became Tamay, and they did Zrik. B'shoigig Hurtzah. If they did a b'shoigig by accident, it works. The carbon is kosh. B'meizid, but if it was done purposely, loy hurtzah, the carbon is not accepted. And Rashi will explain for us that, of course, it's only midrabbonon. It's a knas. In any case, what do we see? We see from here that a carbon which is tamay, it's not so simple to to be makrevit. In fact, if it's b'meizid, if you went ahead and it was makrevit b'meizid, it doesn't even work to a certain extent. Apparently, it's a carbon tummy. It's not like it's a carbon tar. You don't say, Tumahutra, and we ignore the fact that it's tummy. No, it just turned into tar. No! It's completely tummy, and therefore, but Mesa doesn't work. Who says that Bryce is speaking about a carbon seaver? It's actually speaking about a privately owned carbon, a carbon yachid. In which case, of course, you don't say Tumahutra, but seaver. Let's take a look at Rashi on the, on the right here. Uh, four or five lines up from where we're holding the Gemara. B'meizid lo'yhurtza. Says Rashi, why is why doesn't it work if it was b'meizid? V'afal pishat tzitzmeratza. Now Rashi introduces a new concept here called tzitzmeratza. We're going to see it in the upcoming Gemara. We learn from a Pasuk that the nameplate, which said Kodesh Lashem, which would be worn on Arna coins, for it had the ability to to remaksher tumma, to rectify the sold tumma of a carbon. It sits, is miratza, it is maksha, it undoes, so to speak, the psal tumma. If there's a tumma that occurs with the actual chafetz of the karma, whether the dam, the chel of the basar, if those become tummy, the tzitz will address that concern and be maksha the karma. We're going to see it in the, the Gemara soon. So now we have a bride, which told us if the dam became tummy and he reserved the dam, he did a beshagi, hurts it. So Rashi explains that it sits as Maratz. It sits, undoes the effect of the Tum, and it works. The carbon is kosh. But if it was amazing, it doesn't work. Asks Rashi, Vava Bishat sits Maratz, even though it sits really addresses, even if it was amazing. In the Torah, we don't find a chilak between Shagig and Mazid regarding the powers of the tits. Says Rashi, Kansura Bonam, Shloye Basam Nechal. Chacham applied a knas. Well, you did it amazing? Don't eat the basa. We don't treat it like a, a properly processed carbon. But of course, the carbon itself is kosher. I have a balam mi'un skapru. They were yaiti there. They're carbon. They don't have to bring another one. Because when I tell you, it's good. And if they bring another one, it's bringing a chulim to azara. They're like, nice, a chulim to azara. They're like, nice, a chazi. When I tell you, even if it was the dam tummy was nizak, we made it, it still works. So it was yaiti is carbon. In any case, what pertains to us is, umiyu shamine minei, we love hetari. 
In any case, we see from this price that it's not a, it's not a straightforward heter or something is tummy. You don't say, well, it's as if it's tar. In fact, we see if it was done to Mazen, Chachamim said, Lo heard, so you can't even get the carbon. It's not such a simple matter to bring a carbon betuma. And this seems to be a kasha of Nachman who says, Tumotra betzibar. We treat it as though it's tar completely. And the answer is, we were speaking about a yachid here. Continues the Gemara. Toshma will have another kasha of Nachman who says, Tumotra betzibar. What type of uh, tumah occurrence will the tzitz be masak and be machshar and address? All different portions of the carbon that acquire tumah, irrelevant of the circumstance. It's interesting that mezid and rotsen really are synonymous. They're both uh, speaking about something done purposely. Rashi will tell us that Mezid is in contra- contrast with Shagig, so they go in pairs. In contrast to Shagig, to by accident, we say Mezid on purpose. In contrast to Boinus, unwillingly, we say Baratzain, willingly. But really, Mezid and Ratzin are pretty much one and the same. So, however, this Tumma occurs under all circumstances Shagig, Mezid, etc., Bain Biyachid, Bain Betzibur. Here we have clearly a reference to Tzibur. And what does the Bryce say? If anything happens to the carbon, the Tzitz will take care of it. And the carbon is kosher. That's the Bryce. What does this prove to us? That even when the carbon Tzibur is tummy, it poses a real concern here. And we need the Tzitz to address that Tzibur. Now go to Rav Nachman, Tzibur Hushu Tzibur. We ignore the fact that it became tummy. <laughs> we look at it as though it's dark. Why would he need any help from the tzitz? The fact that the tzitz has to come offer assistance, so to speak, indicates that the carbon is somewhat deficient. And the tzitz has to come to the rescue, to be able that carbon. That works well if you say, like Rav Sheshis, Tumah Tuchuyi Carbon is a low-level carbon, has Tumah. It can't really accomplish what it's meant to accomplish. And therefore, the tzitz has to come along and help him out. And affect that kapara. Rectify that deficiency. But according to Rav Nachman, this carbon is treated as old star. He doesn't need any tzitz to come help him out. Why do you need tzitz to be around Amalach Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman responds like this. You're right. A carbon tzibur does not need any assistance from the tzitz or anything else. Tumahot shabat tzibur. Kiktoni atzitz meratza diyachet. When the Bryce says that tzitz is meratza, it's in reference to the carbon yachet. Although in the Bryce we find both terms, bein biyachet and metzibur, as Rashi will tell us. The tzitz is referring to the yachid. The words bein betzibur are simply saying that a carbon tzibur, which somehow became tummy, is, is fine. It's kasha betzibur. Not on account of the tzitz. It's kasha because tumot betzibur. That's one teretz. Tzitz is needed only for the yachid. Viboy is same, another teretz. Afilo tema betzibur, even if we're speaking about a carbon tzibur, we're speaking about a publicly brought carbon, but not a time-related carbon, since it doesn't have a set time, as I mentioned earlier, it doesn't have that privilege 
of Tumah Hutchabitzibah. In which case, Tumah does pose a concern, and it's only on account of that sits that the carbon will be kash. So we answer the question of Nachman, who says Tumah Hutchabitzibah, from the Brisa, which seem to indicate that the sits is needed to come help things out. Apparently, it's not just a simple matter. As Herod says, the Brisa, which mentions sits, is in reference to carbon yachid. Whether it's brought by yachid or whether it's a carbon tzibah that has no time, no set zman, in which case the concept of tumma, hutcher won't apply. Because the concept of tumma being much tzibah, the Psachim learns from the Pasuk, covenants that have a moid, a set time, have the ability to be doicha shabbos, doicha tumma, but something which doesn't have a set time doesn't have that ability. Let's go over to Rashi again. So if we go back up from our current spot in the Gemara, around uh, six lines up, it says Rashi, Alma Tzitzmeratzim. The Brisa begins with a question. What is the Tzitz meant to do? Aaron will carry, so to speak. It will be machaper on the deficiency, the oven, the avera. Something wrong that happened with the karbonis. To, val- to validate the carbon, to make it kosher, that it's applied to its owner and the Adekapur. And the Brisa says, you know what? It works for Tumma. That occurs with the Dam, Basar, Chelev, Beim B'Shoigig, Beim B'Mezid, Beim Oynes, Beim Ratzin. It says Rashi, Ratzin, Harib, B'Chal, Mezid. Ratzin and Mezid go together. Elagabi Oynes, Shalach, Misni, Ratzin. In contrast to Oynes, we say Ratzin. Beim B'Tzibur. Here's the punchline. With the boy, let's history see the fact that we need sis to address Tumah by Tzibur. Shema Minolav Hetru. This is a clear raya that even a Tumah by Tzibur is not, uh, it's not to be ignored. It's not Hetru. It needs Tzitz. And this is a Kashar of Nach. Now Rashi goes, off, goes over to a side explanation. Because really now we have a Kashar. The Brisa we see that it Tzitz can take care of Tumah regardless of whether it's a carbon Yachar or carbon Tzibur. If so, why is it that we always speak about a carbon Tzibur, which is Deichet Tumah? Here we seem to say that even a carbon yachet is okay with tumah because the tzitz will take care of it. So that's actually the big difference. This price is discussing the carbon itself which became tumah, the dam, the basa, the chelav. Yeah, over there we have the concept of tzitz addressing that tumah, regardless of whether it's a carbon yachet or carbon tzitz. But if a person, let's say a coin, who's marked the carbon is tumah, then we don't have any heter by a carbon yachet. There's no allowance. For a carbon yachet to be brought with a tumah that applies to a person, like the koyin, the beis or in the case of a carbon pesach, the owner's tummy. Tumah is gavri. Tumah pertaining to the individual, the person, a personal tumah, is not rectified by the tzitz. The only time we find that a carbon can be brought when a person is tummy, when the koyin, etc., is tummy, that is unique, that is exclusive to carbon zebra. I have a question whether Hutra or Tchuyah, fine. But the concept only applies to carbon Tzibur. Says Rashi, What then is the difference between Yachar and Tzibur? Both have the Tzitz to take care of the Tum. Says Rashi, the big fundamental difference. Meaning the person, the Kayin, etc., whose tummy, he cannot proceed with carbon Yachar. Tzitz can't take care of that. The Tzitz only takes care of a uh, so within the carbon proper, within the chayfas of the carbon, but not pertaining to a person. However, Vishal Tzibur, 
Nitchis Tumasa Govetzlam. Of course, by Tzibur, we have a, a privilege that even a Tumasa Gov is negated. But unrelated to Tzitz. Tzitz, not because of the Tzitz. We learned that from the um, Pasuk that Rashi brought. By Pesach, by Pesach, we see that a, a Yachid is pushed away to Pesach Sheni, but not a Tzibur. They have the privilege of bringing a carbon Tumah. Nothing to do with the Tzibur, the Tzitz. Tzitz doesn't relate to people. It relates to the soul within the carbon. So when it comes to a psul tumah within the carbon, you're right. Whether a yachid or a tzibur will have that tzitz take care of it. But what's unique about a carbon tzibur is pertaining to the individual tumah, the personal tumah, a kindness tumah. It can only be mocked of a carbon tzibur, not a carbon yachid. Okay, so that's a side point. In any case, we see from this price, what does this negate to our circuit? Again, Ramnacham tells us, tumah hotcher b'tzibur. Whenever we have a tumah b'tzibur, just ignore it. It hurts Maksha the Tumah. Made it made it to her. And we assume it's referring to all types of Tumah, whether the Kainas tummy, whether the Karbanas tummy. So we cash from this price. Miusha, mina, we heard from this price. But the boy Tumas Basar Vailan Bitsibur Tsitsuya. Since the tzitz has to come be Muratza and a Tumas Basar or Tumas Oilan referring to the Dam, etc. Even if it's a carbon tzibur, tzitz has to take care of it. What does that sound like? What does that indicate to us? There's a problem to be addressed. It's not just blank check, all types of tumas pertaining to car- even carbon tzibur. Whether the tumah of the basar, whether tumas haguf, the coin becomes tummy, any type of tumah is not to be ignored. It's overridden with difficulty, out of necessity. It presents a concern, but we override it. And therefore, if you have an easy alternative, if you have a way to access a coin who's tired, or a carbon which is tummy, called Kama de Matsina la Duri la Tahara Madrina, then as much as you can find Tahara, you meant to do so. So there's a Kashan of Nachman, who says, Tumahotra Betsibo, here we see that Tzitz is, is needed to come help things. Even by Tzibor. Apparently, even Tzibor is adversely affected by Tumah. The tomb is netchis out of necessity. That's a kashan of Shavarachim. Says the Gemara, no, you're wrong. Kiktani, atzitz meratzah de yachid tani. When the Bryce made reference to tzitz, be masakan, the, the tomb and the carbon, only by yachid. Vitzibur, although the Bryce mentions tzibur, alach sherek tani. Vitzibur's carbon is kosher, that's all. But not that it needs a tzitz. Shav shal tzibur kosher, valay de tzitz. It's completely muta, like Ranachim said, without any help from the tzitz. That's one teretz. He boys seima tzibur namikoyz referring to a carbon tzibur. However, carbonos that don't have a set time. Bar carbonos the lekavel uzman. In which case, shenitchis to meetzlan. Kamar the tzimratzalein. We're speaking about those carbonos that don't have a set time. In which case, they don't have this privilege. We don't say tuma hutro betzibur those carbonos. Tuma is a very real concern by those carbonos, except that the tzitz will come take care of it. So let's just stop for a few seconds and just summarize what's going on. We have Tumah by Kurbanis, but really two categories. Tumah of the person, suppose the coin became Tumah. We have Tumah in the carbon itself, the Dam, the Bas, and the Chilaf. Regarding the Tumah of a person, which Rashi calls Tumah Saguf, also we call it Tumah's Gavri, a personal Tumah is a very real concern by Kurbanis Yachid. We can't address it. We can't rectify that. 
can't proceed bringing a carbon yachid on somebody's tummy. But when it comes to carbon sibur, we allow it. But then we have machlekes. Do we override the tumma, which is really here? Or do we say it's hutru bit sibur and it's as though it's tar? That's the machlekes of nachan of sheshes. When it comes to the tumma in the carbon itself, then actually carbon yachan and carbon sibur both will benefit. But both will be okay. They'll benefit from tzitz. To be machshur. Meaning, a carbon yachid, the tzitz will address the tumah and the carbon will be kosher. The carbon tzibur, well, it depends. According to Rav Nachman, we don't have to have a tzitz because tumah is true tzibur. It says, oh, it's tar. According to Rav Sheshis, where the tumah is real, is present, it's only overridden and set aside out of necessity, but it's, it's really a carbon being brought to tumah. In that case, it needs the tzitz to take care of it, to address the tumah, to sort of undo that tumah and be mashed the car. It's interesting to note that the Farshim points this out based on the Tosis and Zvachim that the ritzi tzitz only applies to the carbon which is tummy. But when a person's tummy, he doesn't need ritzi tzitz. It's an interesting point because the carbon is the actual carbon itself. That seems to be a more severe occurrence of tumah. It carries more weight. It's the carbon which is tummy. In that case, we need more to help to, to help things out, to help matters, to rectify things. That's why we need the ritzit sits for that. That's why it's unique. It's a unique halacha directed at the tumah within the carbon. But if the if the person's tummy, a carbon sibur, and he can proceed and bring the carbon sibur, it's not on account of the of the tzitz because the tzitz, as Rashi says, is unrelated to a tumah on a person. Only if the carbon became tummy, that's a Heavyweight tumah, the actual chayfet is tummy, then the tzitz has to come along and be machshut. At any rate, continues the Gemara Meisve. We have another kasher, and this time it's going to be a kasher on Rav Sheshis. Rav Sheshis was the one who said tumah dechuyehi b'tzibur. We treat it as a carbon which is tummy. You haven't really achieved the highest madriga of carbon, but Torah allows it out of necessity. We have a kasha, Pasuk says that through the tzitz resting on Aaron's forehead, he will address and be machsher the avain, the avera, a deficiency of soul that occurred with the karbanis. Now, the Torah doesn't specify which soul we're addressing. We have to go down the list. And try to figure it out. Which oven is going to carry? Im oven pigle, Rashi explains, means that a coin had a machshava that is going to eat this carbon outside of its prescribed location. That's what we call pigle here. If that's what went wrong with the carbon, it just won't take care of it. The carbon is unaccepted. There's no way to be machshut. Okay, so that's off the list. Im oven noisar. Perhaps we're speaking that he had a kavana to eat the carbon chutz's manai beyond its expiry date. The carbon is not reckoned with. It's not kosher. You cannot say that Aaron will take care of that. That leaves us with only one option. Apparently, he's going to address a tumah deficiency. Why should we say a tumah is any worse than the other? Why should we say a tumah carries less weight than the other psalm? answer is, because we find elsewhere that 
Tuma has a kula. We make exception from the rule when it comes to Tuma. Hutra mechlala. We make an exception. We're moderate. From the klal. Generally, it can't be makar v'tumah. We do make an exception. B'tzibur. A carbon tzibur can be brought b'tumah and it's mutter to be brought b'tumah. This is a right to have nachman. Tumah hutra b'tzibur. So that's why we conclude that it's this psal that the tzitz will take care of. Because unlike pigal and noiser, which have no exceptions to their rule, they're ironclad psalm. Tumah does. We find elsewhere there is some sort of a crack in the wall. There is some sort of allowance when it comes to Tumah. Therefore we presume that it has that it has some sort of a leniency and therefore even if the carbon was brought to Tumah the sits will take care of it and we're speaking of course that the carbon itself became Tumah uh, whether it's a carbon yachad, carbon tzibur, in which case we need to eat tzitz, tzitz will address that tumah. Because we find that tumah isn't so severe like other things. We see that even a kain who's tummy can bring a carbon tzibur with tumah, tumah with tzibur. Before we continue, let's see the Rashi here, on the top line. Ha Ha means, oh, apparently, the only choice left. Only thing left on the list is Avain Karbantum. Why is it that we attribute the, the Kula to Tumma more than anything else? We find another Kula. Although Tumma is a concern by Yachid, but by Itzibur we find an exception. We can bring a carbon Itzibur to Tumma. Therefore, we apply this kula as well. That if a carbon yachid was brought to tumah, in which case we need ritzitzitz, right? The dam became tummy, the basa became tummy, the chel became tummy, the tits will take care of it. Shivashi points out the carbon yachid because now we're following the approach that tumah hutra so whenever we have a tumah b'tzibur, there's no need for any any uh, rectification. We don't need any tzitz. But by carbon we do. Which soul will the tzitz address? Tumah. Because we find elsewhere, tumah has a kula. Now, this is asking obvious kasha. Of course it's tumah. It's only left on the list. Why does it have to give a tam? We find an exception by tumah. We already ruled everything else out. We ruled, we ruled out pigol. Ruled out nicer. So what's left on the list? The Daisa says that uh, you're right. We don't really have another option, but still, it has to conform with the with the wording of the pasuk. The pasuk which says that Aaron is nasas avenakachim l'ratzin lahem, which seems to indicate that. It's going to take care of an oven, an avera deficiency, which is acceptable elsewhere. It's an oven which is lorotz and lahem ba'alma. Elsewhere, it's, it works. It is acceptable. Taisi says it's based on the Gemara elsewhere. In Menachis, that's how we, that's how we apply the drasha. So the only reason why we include tuma is because we do find an allowance for tuma elsewhere by a carbon sima. Continues Rashi. Ketanimia. Anyway, what do we see from here? The Bryce has said, used words. Shehutra mechlala b'tzibur. Amahetahi b'tzibur. The wording of the Brisa tells us 
that it's a heter b'tzibur. It doesn't say shetchui b'tzibur, shuter b'chol b'tzibur. It's a writer of Nachman. That tum is huter b'tzibur. Continues the Gemara in the second line, v'kashan of sheishes. If so, we have a kashan of sheishes. Who said tum v'chui b'tzibur, not huter b'tzibur. Answers the Gemara, tanoi. Actually, it's machlokes tanoi. As we're going to see soon, it's machlokes in the Hudan of Shimon. Whether and apparently this Brysa, which maintains is following one of those Shittas, and of Sheshes is following the other. Now before we proceed, perhaps let's stop for a moment and just summarize the Sugi up until this point. We discussed Tuma occurring with Karbanas. We have two categories. Tuma of the person, Tuma of the Kayin, or Tuma of the Karban itself. In Tuma of the Kayin we have Karban Tzibur and Karban Yachin. By current Sibur, we have Machlekes. According to Rav Nachman, and Rav Yehuda coming up in the Sugya, Tumas Hutcher Bet Sibur. Don't worry about it. The Torah regards this carbon as though it was brought by Tahara. Rav Sheshes, and likewise Rav Shimon coming up in the Gemara soon, hold Tumat Chuy Bet Sibur. We override, we, we um, look away from the Tumat, out of necessity. But certainly, if you have another option, if you can find... Uh, and the coin was tar, he meant to do so. And regarding a carbon yachid, all agree, you cannot bring a carbon yachid if there's a tumor on the person. Now, what about the tumor on the carbon? So, if it's a carbon tzibur, again, a coin of Nachman, it's hutcher but tzibur, don't worry about it. Coin of sheshes, tumor to chuyi and therefore you need the tzis to take care of it and make it kosh. But a carbon yachid, all agree, the tumor there is just uh, like a dechuyah, it's a, it's a real concern, it's there. The only reason why the carbon is kosher is because the tzitz was meratzah, the psaltum. The Gemara concluded this question of whether tumah hutcha or tchuya is actually machleg tanoi. Continues Gemara the Sanya as we find the Bryce. We spoke about the tzitz uh, being machsher the psaltum. The question is: Does the tzitz have to be worn in order to be activated, or? The very fact that there is a tzitz, it has inherent power to be machsha the tomb of the carbon. The sun, it sits, bein whether it's present on the forehead of Arnakoin, bein she'enel mitzchoy, whether it's not on his forehead, sitting on the table, meratzah, it addresses the tomb of the carbon. Because it sits, not only is it is it a uh, article of clothing worn by the coin, it's like a klisharis, it's like the ur and the shulch and the menor, it has inherent power, even if it's not being worn at the time. If it's sitting on his forehead, it's being worn, then it works. It works as a team. The Kohen Gadol, in tandem with the tzitz, will address the tumma. But if it's not being worn, it doesn't have that power. It's not being used as big kahuna, it cannot be meratz. If it's not on his forehead, it ain't it doesn't work. So according to Abshimen, the tzitz has inherent power, according to Abhida, only when it's worn. Rabbi Shimon says, I'll prove to you. He turns to Rabbi and he says, I'll prove that it doesn't need to be worn to be activated. I'll prove from Yom Kippur. We know that many times throughout Yom Kippur, he would remove several of his big day kuna, the big day zav. For instance, when he went into the Kedush HaKadoshim, he would only wear the four big day lovin. Now at that point, he wasn't wearing the tzitz. And still we assume unless we find otherwise, we assume that every Tumah occurrence on Yom Kippur is addressed by the Tzitz. 
apparently even if he's not wearing it. That's it, it's Maratza. Although it's not all the time. It's not sitting on his forehead. It's still his Maratza. Apparently that sits has its own power. Being a rife, a kipper. Keep in mind, a kipper is a carbon zebra, which does not need sits to address its tumor concerns. Why? Let alone the Kain Gadol and Kippur. Leave that alone. Don't bring that into the mix. It's a carbon zebra. It's a set time. It's a Kabor Leizman. It's Doichet Tumor. It's Hochebet Zebra. And no tzitz is required to offer any assistance here. However, when tzitz is required, like we're a carbon yachid, and of course, it only works if the coin is wearing it at the time. So it's pretty clear that Rabbi Yehuda holds Tomo Hochebet What does Rabbi Shimon hold? Rabbi Shimon who brought a raya from the fact that sits works on Yom Kippur even though it's not on his forehead. That's a raya that sits has inherent powers. What does sits work on Yom Kippur? It's a carbon tzibur. Apparently, Rabbi Shimon holds mechlal Rabbi Shimon Savar Tumo That even by a carbon tzibur, the Tumo is the chuya. It's overridden. It's overlooked. It's set aside out of necessity. But it's it's a real concern. It presents itself as a real concern, and the carbon is not considered a carbon tar at all. And therefore, it only works with its sits itself, coming to help it out. The fact that it works on Yom Kippur, even during those moments when the coin isn't wearing the sits, that's a raya. You don't have to be wearing the sits for it to have its power. Let's take a look at Rashi, six lines from the top. Rabbi Shimon says, Whether the tzitz is actually present on the Kohen Gadol when Tum occurs, or whether or not, it still works. Rabbi Yudah says, no, he has to be wearing it. Says Rabbi Shimon to Rabbi Yudah, what about the Kohen Gadol and Kippur? He's not wearing the tzitz when he's doing the Inside. He doesn't wear big days of inside. So what's going to happen if Tuma applies them? How's the tzitz going to take care of it? That's a right. That tzitz works even if it's not being worn. Says so the no. I'm kipper. Carbon tzibah doesn't need any help from the tzitz. It's hotshah b'tzibah. Mechlader shemesavar tchuyi. It's not hutra, it's tuchuya. He needs a tzitz. V'tzitzu de meratzalah. So although this was a discussion regarding the power of the tzitz, according to Shimon, even if it's not being worn, it works. According to has to be worn. But this discussion produced another secondary discussion, which is very very much negated to us. It turns out that Rav Yudah holds tuma hutra b'tzibur, like Rav Nachman. Rav Shimon holds tuma tuchuya b'tzibur, like Rav Sheshis. So we had a kasha from a bryson of Sheshis, the bryson which said Tumahutra. The answer is, yeah, that bryson is following Rav Yehuda. Rav Sheshis was in line with the other Tan Rav Shimon. Okay, let's continue with the concept of the tzitz. According to Rav Shimon, it's always going to be Miratza, whether or not he's wearing it. According to Rav Yehuda, he has to be wearing it. The Gemara will describe this discussion in greater detail. Omar Bay, Benish Barat Suppose the tzitz broke apart. The kul'amoli pligid lo'emratz. All agree it doesn't work. It's not even roy to be worn. It doesn't have the ability to be ratz at all. 
When then is there machlekes totally Suppose it's intact, but it's hanging on a um, on a peg, meaning it's intact, but he's not wearing it. Let me just read the pasuk, which I actually have on the side. The Torah Shalom brings it. I'll read the entire pasuk, and that will allow us, that will afford, afford us clarity in the upcoming Gemara. The pasuk says, The tits will be present on the metzach of Aaron. And allow Aaron to carry, so to speak, to rectify, to be master the oven, which we now know is oven tumma, according to the kachim. Okay, this is the key ending of the pasuk. So the pasuk begins, which seems to say that it only works when it's sitting on his forehead. Likewise, the pasuk concludes, It should be there constantly. We're going to see how Rabbi Yudan of Shimon respectively will interpret this pasuk. Says the Gemara, again, the discussion is only when it's intact, but hanging on a peg, meaning it's there, it's intact, but he's not wearing it. Rabbi Savar al he focuses on the first part of the pasuk. The only time it's venosa, he carries the oven, he addresses the, the psal if it's on his metzach. Reb Shimon Savar, let's focus on the second part of the Pasuk, on the ending of the Pasuk. V'hoya al tamid Hashem. It's a constant thing. What do you mean constant? My tamid. What does the Pasuk mean constant? Literally, it's it's always on his forehead. He has to wear the tits all the time, 24-7. How can that be? He doesn't have to enter the washroom. In which case he can't wear a tzitz. Umiloi boimenam doesn't need to sleep. You can't wear a tzitz, just so we don't wear it fill when we sleep. Apparently, he doesn't have to wear a tamid. What then does the Pasuk mean? When the Pasuk says, tamid l'ratzan Hashem, it means it always has, always has the power to be m'ratzan, although he's not wearing it. So we now go back and forth. What does Rehuda do with this Pasuk? What does Shimon do with the this Pasuk? Because we have one Pasuk, which starts, which indicates that the power of the tzitz is only if it's sitting on his metzach. And at the end of the passage, we have, which Shimon interprets to mean, it's always going to be in Ratzah, whether or not it's sitting on his forehead. So what if you do with the second part of the passage? Which Shimon interpreted to mean that it always has the power of being in Ratzah, even if it's not being worn. The Pasuk is simply telling you that when he's wearing it, he should not divert his attention from it. He has to remain focused and mindful of the fact that he has it sits on his head. As we find the Omar Rabba Rafuna, a person must tap his film every now and then to keep himself mindful of the fact that he's wearing film. To pay attention to what you're wearing. We learn this from the tzitz. Since we find that the tzitz, despite the fact that it only has one remembrance of Hashem's name, only once, still what does the Torah say? You can't be Messiah Das. You have to have Kavana. That's why the tzitz, of course, tzfilin. In which there are many askaras, many mentionings of Hashem's name. Allah has come, come certainly. You have to treat it with the proper respect. Connect to it personally. 
Focus on it. Concentrate on it. Be mindful of the fact that you're wearing tefillin. That's Ravida's response. Tomid l'rosin Hashem doesn't mean it has the power constantly, even when it's not being worn. It, it, it's, it's enabled to be mashed the carbonus even when it's sitting on your table. Tomid l'rosin means be mindful of the tzitz all the time, all the time when you're wearing it. Says the Gemara now, Kuntur Pshimnu says that the word Tamid indicates that it has the power to be Muratza at all times, even when he's not wearing it. What does he do with the first part of the Pasuk, which indicates otherwise? The Nasa, he carries the oven, it addresses the soul only when it's on his forehead. How will the mock him with the Asa? The Pasuk is simply telling us where to put the tzitz on his forehead. That's all. But really, even when it's sitting on the table, hanging on a hook, it can be Murat. Now, Rabbi already used that first part of the Pasuk for his Allah, that it's only noisy when it's on the Metzach. So how does he know where to place the, uh, the tits? It's not available for that. He splits it into two. That teaches you where to place, the location of the tits. Venosa, the next word tells you, when it's on the Metzach, it's Venosa. So both things are learned from the same phrase. Reb Shimon Nami typically mal metzach. The Bach says al metzach. That's more correct. Take out the vote. Mal metzach. According to Reb Shimon, the word al metzach, those two words already tell you location. So you can learn it from there. Why does the Pasuk say al metzach ayin venosa? In the you write. Al metzach on its own tells you location. According to both shittas. Reb Yudah Reb Shimon. What does he do with the person with the word venasa? Which seems to indicate that it only works when it's on the metzach. What does Shimon do with that? Allah tells you like this. The tzitz has to be intact, has to be whole, has to be potentially wearable. Royal Metzach. Then it has a din of a klishorah. Then it can be mratz even when it's not on his forehead. But she ain't a royal Metzach. But if it's not roy for his forehead, it's broken. Ain't a mratz. It won't work. Afuki nishbar tzitz le mratz. Suppose if it's broken, it won't work. The Rabbi Yudo nishbar tzitz benoli. Then Rabbi Yudo already used that first part of the pasuk. Voya Metzach ayin venasa to tell you that the nesias oven only works when it's on his forehead. So that pasuk is unavailable to teach us the broken tzitz is ineffective. Has he know that Allah? Because at the end of the Pasuk, we have an extra vav. Now we'll tell you the drasha that it has to be an absolute uh, tzitz, it has to be intact, it has to be royal lulavish, otherwise it's ineffective. So what does Shimon do with that extra vav? He doesn't use it for anything, we find this many times in Shas, that one mandama will say, well, the vav, I don't dash in the vav. Okay, so in summation, we have a Pasuk which describes the uh, tzitz al-metzach aren, having the ability to be machshur avoyn kachem which we learn to be avoyn tumah. We have two ways to interpret the Pasuk. Ravid and Roshim. And the bottom line is Ravid will say that tzitz only has its power when it's being worn by the coin. Whereas Roshim says that tzitz on its own has inherent independent powers and can work even if it's not being worn. Let's go through the Pasuk. Rubita says, Vahoya al Metzach Ayar Venasa tells you, only when it's al Mitzchay, it's Venasa, it's Maratz. But if it's off, it's for it, doesn't work. From the word that's right now, Kachim, all learn, it's referring to Avin Tumah, that occurred with the carbon. Vahoya al Mitzchay Tamid, 
We learn the location of the tzitz from the first wording in the Pasuk, Vayal Metzach Aaron, to tell you where to place the tzitz. Okay, time for Rav Chazarov, today's daf. We began with a discussion regarding Tuma B'Tzibur, of Nachlekes, between Rav Nachman and Rav Sheshis. Rav Nachman says, Tuma Hutcher B'Tzibur. Rav Sheshis says, Tuma Tuchuyi B'Tzibur. The Mora tells us, what's the Nafkamina? Should I go look for Kahan Muchatahir? We actually had two versions yesterday. Uh, to what extent does Rav Nachman permit using Kohanim Torim when there is an alternative. According to one version of the Gemara, even if you have Kohanim Torim right here in this base of, don't worry about it. You can use the Tameim because, as Rashi Psachim explains, according to Rav Nachman, Tumahutra B'Tzibur, the Torah was matired the carbon, so to speak. Even if it's a carbon tummy, it's as though it's a carbon Torah, it's the highest level Akram. The Gemara said, Al-Kashas and Rav Nachman, the Gemara concluded that even Rav Nachman agrees that in some cases it was meant to prefer a carbon Tahara. For instance, if it entails shirayim, shirayim can only be eaten if the carbon was brought by tahara. So in that case, certainly we prefer bringing a tahara to enable the shirayim to be eaten. We learned about a carbon tzibur which is purchased by a yachad, shall iron. It doesn't appear like carbon tzibur. With the Rabbanon, we prefer using a carbon tar because it might create the wrong impression. People might not realize that it's a carbon tzibur. And therefore, in that case, we prefer tahara. We learned about Ritzitzitz. The conclusion was like this. We have Tuma that occurs with the Kain himself. That only works by a carbon Tzibur. According to Rav Nachman and Rav Yehuda, as we saw later, Tuma Hutchu B'Tzibur. According to Rav Sheshes and Rav Shimon, Tuma Tchuyi B'Tzibur. But by a carbon Yachid, there's no heter whatsoever. However, when the Tuma occurs with a carbon, then we have a concept of Ritzitzitz. Let's go down the line. If it happened to a carbon Tzibur, whose dam or bus or chil became tummy, so once again, according to Rav Nachum, there's no need for a tzitz, Tumah Hotra B'tzibur. According to Rav Sheshis, Tumah presents a concern, and therefore the tzitz comes along, and the Ratzah rectifies that deficiency. By a carbon yachid, which became tummy, the dam basar chilev, all shittas agree, over here we need a tzitz to take care of it. It's a carbon yachid. It's a deficient carbon, it's tummy. But the chiddush is, the tzitz has the ability to do a Ratzah on a Tumah of even a carbon yachid. Now according to Rav Sheshis, uh, Rav Shimon, a tzitz will work even if it's not being worn by the Kohen Gadol. Whereas the Kohen Gadol, it only works together with the Kohen Gadol. It's a team. The Kohen with the tzitz, Amaratza, on the Tumah of the Karim. And we proceeded to explain the Pasuk, each Shita according to his approach. Hatzlach Rav Biwa, 